So Bezer Hashem, my son is being a tzaddik and allowing me to record this idea instead of listening to music. Thank you very much. <coughs> um, the Rab Morgenstern Shlita is explaining that pitachon, trust in Hashem, is a mishenet, like a, like a walking staff, something you lean on. You can lean on trust in Hashem. So when somebody needs a walking stick, it implies that their legs are weak, that they're walking on, or that they're walking on difficult terrain, or both. Which means to say, when we trust in Hashem, it doesn't mean that things aren't difficult. They're definitely difficult. We need a walking stick. We need something to lean on, because it's difficult. But here's the amazing thing about trusting in Hashem. The action of trust is to relax. The, acting, the action of trust is to lean on trust. Even though you're still walking and it's difficult and you need a walking stick because otherwise you're going to trip or you're walking up a steep mountain or you need to lean on the staff because it's really difficult to walk. So it's difficult. But when you relax in the difficulty, then you get the strength to walk the difficult path. It's really amazing. So the only way to deal with the difficult thing is actually to relax, to lean back onto Hashem. Really amazing. So this got me thinking because there's a very, very major concept in Torah, which you could say this is the Torah itself. The Torah itself is what's called the Oraganus, the hidden light. And the Lashem Shavah Loma, this holy tzaddik, is teaching us in depth about this hidden light, this Oraganus. And it's the phenomenon, this hidden light, where we say, Hashem really does everything. He manifests everything. It means he, make, he gives everything existence that it should be and not disintegrate. He manages everything. So everything is moving and existing and is being nourished. He's mazan. He's giving, he's giving continued life to everything. From the loftiest heights of spiritual expression to the tiniest little maggot eggs, basically. So he is making everything, managing everything, and sustaining everything with this hidden light. The reason it's a hidden light is because the fact is, is that this is a holy light, yet it's allowing, it's giving space for negativity. It's also, it's the impossibility now, it's the impossible reality that there's a world full of muck and mess and mud and death and decay, and somehow this holiest, holiest of lights, which is the expression of Hashem himself into this world, as the one, Hashem expressing himself as the one who's making everything, managing everything, and sustaining everything, Somehow that light, it says in the verse, that it resides with us in the midst of our impurity. That's why it's hidden. It's hidden because if it came out into full-fledged revelation, it would either blow away the negativity or it would be extremely inappropriate and would be giving way more foundation to the negativity, which is, by the way, exactly what happened in the world of the Shvir Tekelim, in the world of the shattered vessels. That was a place where there were no coverings, there was no minimizations of this light, and so the evil uh, that was possible and latent in reality latched onto this light 
in a full force way and came out to aggressively annihilate everything else like we see in history when evil empires are given too much power they they try to swallow up the rest of the world so that's why this light is hidden so as not to give too many resources of existence and expression to evil but that's the image of this this staff of trust this walking stick it's that there is always if we look for it a hidden light a hidden thread a, a but in this case, something like a, like a walking stick. This is also Moshe's staff that we can lean on and recognize that always with us, if we look for it and relax into it, is the force of Hashem's plan carrying us through everything. There's a beautiful Hasidic idea when... Hashem is speaking to Moshe for the first time and and re- revealing himself in the burning bush. And then there's the expre- experience in the episode where Hashem is teaching Moshe how to perform miracles. So there's this one part where he says to Moshe, grab your staff, throw it down on the ground. It'll turn into a snake. Then grab it by its tail and it'll turn into a staff again. But in Hebrew it says, Hashem says to Moshe, what's that in your hand? Which is a silly question. Why is Hashem, who knows everything, saying to Moshe rhetorically, what's in your hand? Is this just some rhetorical device? Is it just some rhetorical question to make a point? So, so I think it's Rev Levi Berdichev, if I'm not mistaken. I, I really forget the which Hasidic Rebbe. He reads it like this. Hashem is saying to Moshe, What's in your hands means what's really in your control. What really is in your control? And Moshe answers mate. Mate means the staff. Mate also means to tilt. Eachanami, there's nothing in my control except for where do I tilt myself? Which direction do I face? Everything else, it's you, Hashem. The only thing that's in my hands is where do I tilt? And even there, the places where I can tilt to is also created by Hashem. Wherever I face, Hashem, only, Hashem created those things as well. So if I face towards the positive, if I face towards trust, Hashem created that. And if God forbid I choose to be negative, if I choose to give up hope, if I choose to focus and face on the negative, Hashem created that as well. So really it's only Hashem. What's in our hands is where do we face? That determines the flow of our experience. So when we, fa- when we lean on this staff, when we lean on this hidden light, this Oregon is this light that's hidden inside of everything that in the most hidden places at the center point of our experience is this hidden light. It's what's making everything around us. It's what's keeping everything around us together. It's what's keeping us alive. And it's what's pushing us forward to where we need to go if we lean on it, if we relax. That's what's called the effort of non-effort. It takes a lot of effort to trust. You know why? Because we have to learn a lot of Torah to really get it and we have to do a lot of praying and a lot of working on our negative character traits to really really grab onto this so it's not like it's easy but it's our most important effort it's our most important effort and it doesn't mean that as we said we are walking a difficult terrain we're walking on steep cliffs and mountains with our walking stick but the only way to do it is to lean back in the trust Something interesting that I learned recently about my name, my name is Michael, is the numerical value of 101. And it says um, in, the, in the Gemara and the Midrash that a, it's, there's, no, there's no comparison between a person who learns 
something 100 times versus 101 times. What's expected of you is to learn the topic 100 times, but if you do one more to 101, then you've really hit what you're supposed to do, what Hashem asks of you. So one interpretation, I, I think this is the Marsha, says it doesn't mean literally 100 times and 101 times. He says, watch this. One of the names of the Satan, of the devil, of the negative force, is what's called the Samich Mem. The Samich Mem, Samich is 60, Mem is 40 equals 100. My name, Michael, equals 101. So what it means is the concept of what we're supposed to do, which is maybe one thing that I'm particularly attached to, is just doing a little bit more than you would want to do. But the but see, what you were supposed to do, what you say, hey, Hashem, I only have the capacity to do 100. Hashem wants, why do you want me to do 101? I can only do 100. Hashem says, that's negative. You can only do the extra thing if you lean on me. If you lean on me, you'll do more than you thought you had the capacity to do. And that extra one is perhaps the idea of this one hidden light. Because we know that the hidden light came out on day one, the first day. It's this and, it's it's this tiny light amidst the darkness. It's the, because the hundred is negative. And it's interesting because in Kabbalah, there's this idea of a hundred levels. There are 10 major energies, 10 sphere out, and each one of them has 10. So 10 times 10 is a hundred. That's the structure of reality. But, rea- but, but reality without the added ingredient of Hashem himself, of Hashem's helping power, is the negative side. Is, is Creation is inherently separate from Hashem. That's what makes it a creation. So that one, that old mat ve'en rasha, that little bit more and he's not wicked, that's this concept. That's what we're trusting in. That, it's, it's hard to, to put into words any more than that. But this is what Rabbi Nachman is explaining and, and, and what they say is his most important teaching, Torah Reish Pei Base, 282, to look for the good points. Because Rav Nassim, his main student, is explaining at the beginning of Lukut Halachot that Tov Hashem Lekol, Hashem is the good in everything. Everything has a spark of good. It's got a good taste. It's got a friendly nature. It's helpful in some way. That's the Hashem in that thing. That's the hidden light in that thing. When we, when we connect to that positivity, even though at first it seems very little and very small and very hidden, if we focus on that, then it comes out and it expands, and then we can feel how really He's carrying us through everything. We, we are walking on a difficult journey. Very difficult. We're, we're being pummeled on all the time with things that make us want to be tired, want to be, give up and be exhausted. The answer is not to give up. The answer is not to feel overwhelmed. The answer is to relax on that staff, to relax on the fact that there is a hidden light driving us. And that, finally, see, with the way that Kabbalists explain this hidden light, this light of the first day of creation, Rav Yitzhak Haver, who wrote the piece Cheshareim and many others for him, a massive, massive Kumbakubal and Talmud Chacham, and Rav and Dayan is explaining that the force of this hidden light is the is what takes time and strings it together. It's what takes it's what takes the confusion of the shattered time, where a person who's out of his mind he's he's so disoriented of the true depth of mental anguish is we feel like time is slipping out of control. We're disoriented to time. 
I can't feel how the moments of my life are stringing together from beginning, middle to end towards a purpose, a constructive purpose. That the force of this hidden light is what moves our moments together. So when we lean into the fact that, hey, I can see how one moment follows the next. I can see how there's a progression and things are moving towards order and things are moving from a beginning to a middle to an end to a completion. And obviously the creator of this world is taking this taking this thing that he created to the to only the best ending that's that's to lean into being comforted by time which we've spoken about before